This podcast is part of the National Archives Voices of the Armistice campaign, commemorating 90 years since the end of the First World War. Hear more voices at nationalarchives.gov.uk forward slash armistice. My name is William Spencer. I am the Principal Military Specialist at the National Archives at Kew. WO 400 stroke 289. WO 400 contains the records of service of a large number of men of the household cavalry. Unusually for the First World War period, they only contain the records of those men who were discharged on account of wounds or disease or who were killed in action. WO 400 289 contains personal items, love letters to William Crawford, and they are within the rest of his record of service. This is an unusual case simply because the records, the personal letters, should have been sent back to his next of kin. Chester, 27th December 1916. Dear Will, just a few lines in answer to your kind and welcome letter. Also many thanks for your card. Well, dear Will, I quite expected to see you this new year. I had been looking forward to you coming. I am disappointed, but of course it can't be helped. It is a long time since I saw you. You will be nearly a stranger when I see you again, that is, if we ever have the chance to meet again. I often think that I shall never see you any more. I think that you are clicking somewhere else. Never mind, they can't touch you for it. But remember, Will, if you ever get tired of writing to me, I wish you to tell me not to keep me in the dark. Well, Will, we have had five days holiday. We start work tomorrow, Thursday, at 6am. I hope you had a good time at Christmas, and I also hope you will enjoy yourself at the new year. And see and be good. Be careful. It wasn't like Christmas here. Everywhere was very quiet. Well, Will, did you receive the card that Emily sent you? She asked me had you mentioned it, and I said no. Perhaps you wouldn't have had it when you wrote your letter. So now, dear Will, I don't think I can tell you much more news. We'll draw to a close with love and kisses, Hetty. Chester, 11th January 1917. Dear Will, I now take the pleasure of answering your kind and welcome letter, hoping this will find you in the best of health, as it leaves me the same at present. Well, dear Will, I'm glad that you like the photos. Certainly you can keep them, love. But I thought perhaps you wouldn't care for them at first. I have had mine taken again, and they will be ready next Thursday. So I won't forget you, dear Will. You shall have one first before anyone else. Well, Will, I hope that you will get out of the army all right. Be sure and let me know if you hear anything. I don't like the idea of you going, but I hope and trust that if you do, you will come safely back. I often think of you and wonder what you are doing. I am glad that you think of me. It is nice to have someone to think of you. Well, Will, I wonder when I shall have the luck to see you again. I should like to very much. It is a long time now since you went away. I wish that they would send you to Chester again. I always wish that you were here when I am coming home at nights, but there is nothing doing. Well, dear Will, don't think there is much more news to tell you this time. We are having awful weather, raining all the time. So now, dear Will, I will draw to a close with heaps of love and kisses. Hetty. No use putting kisses on paper. I ought to be having them in reality. Write soon, dear Will. Shall be expecting to hear from you shortly. Emily sends her love. Chester. 29th January 1917 My dear Will, I take great pleasure reading your kind and loving letter. Well, dear Will, 
I am glad that you are keeping quite well the same as I am at present, except a rotten cold. It nearly starves you to death at Queen's Ferry. I shall be glad when the weather gets warmer. It is a hard struggle to get me out of bed these cold mornings, but I am afraid I should never get out at all if you were there. Well, dear Will, I am glad that you love me. I want your love because I love you. I often think of you and all that passed between us. But never mind, dear Will, I am not sorry. I only wish that you were here now. I often long for you. I should love to see you. I don't know when I shall see you again, but I hope it will be very soon. Well, dear Will, I think it was very good of you to say that you couldn't do as you like without thinking of me first. But you could, dear Will, because you know I have no claim upon you. But still, I shouldn't like to think that what passed between you and I would pass between you and someone else. But I trust you, dear Will. Well, Will, my brother has gone back to France on Friday night. I had a letter from him today. He landed at Folkestone quite safely, and I hope that he will be spared to come back, of course. We know that many will have to give their lives yet before this war will end. But my one prayer is that they will never take you. I should be broken-hearted if they were. Chester, 26th December, 1917 Dear Will, Many thanks for your kind and welcome letter, hoping this will find you in the best of health, as it leaves us all fairly well at present. Well, dear Will, you will wonder what has become of me not writing to you before, but I think I told you that Elsie and Jack has had the measles, and I have been working all the holidays, so I haven't had much time for writing. But you must forgive me this time. I promise I should not keep you so long again without a letter. Well, Will, about the parcel I am sending, you will be thinking you are never going to receive it. But truth to tell, I got a parcel ready, and of course, not thinking about reading the notices in the post office, I took it too late, and they won't receive it until after Christmas. But I will send it on as soon as possible. Well, dear Will, what sort of Christmas have you had? It has been very quiet here. I wish that you had been here, but no such luck. Mrs Goodwin came across here on Sunday night. She was surprised to hear of you being in France. She wishes to be remembered to you and says you never write to her. We are having some very cold weather. How I wish the war was over. I am sick of it. Well, Will, do you ever receive the papers? Let me know, as it isn't much use of sending them if not. Well, dear Will, I can't tell you much more news this time, so I will draw to a close with best love. Yours, Hetty. We'll write again soon. Think of me as I often think of you. Chester, 9th January 1918 Dear Will, I now take great pleasure of writing you a few lines, hoping that they will find you in the best of health, as it leaves us all fairly well at present. Well, Will, you will be thinking I've forgotten all about you. But don't think that. As you know, dear Will, I always think about you and wish you were here. How I wish this war was over. We are now beginning to know that there is a war on, as I don't think we realised this at the beginning. Everything is very bad here. We can't buy some things for love or money, especially tea and butter. I don't know what we shall do just now. Well, Will, I expect it is very cold out in France. We have had some snow and very severe frosts. It is terrible having to get out of bed in the morning. But then, it is nothing to what you lads are going through. Never mind, dear Will. Keep your heart up. Think of the good time that is coming. How I wish you were coming to Blight. But what hopes? Well, Will... I am sending you a small parcel at the time of writing this, and I hope you will receive it quite safely. I have been sending it a long time, but better late than never. Well, dear Will, I don't think I can tell you much more news this time. So we'll now draw to a close with fondest love and kisses. Yours always, Hetty.
Good night, dear Will, and God bless you forever. May him above guard you through all dangers and be with us both until we meet again. This podcast is a recording of extracts taken from records at the National Archives and is a copyright of the Crown. 